Hey, 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 Brian here, and we're going to talk about the usual suspect of just having a plan, and we're going to give you an acronym, P-L-A-M, we're going to give you the acronym, and it's going to be brought to you today by Brian Brogan. He's going to tell you about executing excellence in putting forth a plan that makes sense so that you're not winging it at all in your business pursuits as a thought leader, solopreneur or lifestyle coach, whatever you you are at this moment in time. A plan is essential still today in 2021, all right? So let's get to it here. Are you ready? I'm ready, let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are back with another one. It is Friday at this time and moment, and this is The Authority Project. I have my new good friend here, Brian Brogen, here, and he says he is here to help us execute excellence with a P-L-A-N, plan. Is that right, Brian? You know, that's 100%, Brian. I appreciate being on the show today. This is something I love to talk about. You know, I think a lot of people spend more time planning for vacation than they do planning for life and and setting goals and and doing things right. So that's just something I recognized early on and I created a, a speech around it and I like to speak about it. So that's what we want to talk about today. I love it. Well, we shall see what it can do for us today on this special episode of The Authority Project. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, feast your eyes and tune your ears. It's that time again. We are live with another episode of The Authority Project. It's the video podcast streamed on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope, where we talk to digital marketers, business coaches, and creators of all kinds on how they've built authority in their field and how you can mimic their success. Developing authority, building your audience, and attracting better clients to your own business. Now, without further ado, let's bring to the virtual stage your host, Brian S. Arnold. All right, we are back with another one. It is Brian S. Arnold here, and this is The Authority Project. You are the project, and we want to slap authority to your name so you can sell more of what you're great at. And today we are talking about planning, which is, this is going to be a great topic because I know a lot of us don't, maybe me included. So maybe the lessons for me to, or to plan better if you're starting to plan or you don't know how to plan correctly. This is the guy. I got a guy here. Brian, how are you doing today? I am doing wonderful. And thank you for that great intro. You're very dynamic, man. It's really great to be here. But you know, about this plan, it's purpose, length, action, and negotiate. So it's really easy to remember. We've made it simple because you know what I like to say? I don't like to call people stupid. So the KISS method, I kind of modified it a little bit. I say, keep it simply simple. And and that works for me. And it makes it, hey, you're going to like this. It makes it Brian proof. Okay. <laughs> Brian with a Y proof, right? There you go. The Brian with a Y. You know, you know, hey, you spell it wrong, but that's okay. We'll forgive you. So let's get started. Before we dive in, really, let's can you tell us right now who you are, first of all, personally and then professionally? Personally, I have a, a wife of 24 years that I love and adore. And then I have four children. We 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 have a, a 23-year-old daughter. 21 year old boys that, that decide to fall dad in their construction boots. So that's always awesome. <laughs> nice. And and they're twins. And then we have a daughter that's 18. So all of our children are adults. Now it changes the, all the dynamics of a of parenthood. That's what I live for, man. I live for the family and, and try to, you know, I, I like to tell people if I'm going to set an example and be a coach to anyone, I first want to be a coach and example to my family. 
Awesome. I have twins myself, so I, I, I twin boys myself. So that's great. That is awesome. So do you have a current project at the moment? We're, uh, we work on a lot of things. My, my wife likes to tease me about the what's next. I'm like, I don't know, but it won't be sitting around being still because I just don't have that in my blood. But <laughs> we are, we're working on a workshop here that, that maybe your listeners would be interested in. It's like hear and be heard. And, it, and it's from a guy that, that has had trouble listening early on in my career. And, and I've learned a lot of techniques. I've written them down and I've turned that into a workshop. So that's probably one of the things I'm working on. And I can give the details at the end of your program here. Always working on building teams and growing people. That's what we're what our passion is for. Awesome. And one last question before we get into it. What is your daily routine? Daily routine. So I've been asked this question. This is the second time now. Nice. And I'm actually one of those guys, even though I have a plan, I do not have a routine. Yeah. And okay. and what I try to do is be open to be able to support others and, and not be so rigid in, in, in the plan. And we'll talk about that in the negotiate section of this. Yeah. But you need to be available to those you're leading. And if you're cram packed full of habits and, and things, then, then you may not be available to others. And, and so I think if we're going to lead and guide, yeah. then we have to have some flexibility. I love it. Okay, so let's dive in. We're ready. Let's dive into this plan. Let's go. You know, I want to start off with the title we put on this, Executing Excellence. And the definition of excellence is the quality of being outstanding or extremely good. And if you think mm-hmm. about that, the, the perfect, the word perfection is not there. And I think perfection is something that paralyzes a lot of folks. They don't think they can do something perfect, so they just don't do it. But you can, striving for excellence is a realistic and achievable goal because you yeah. can be outstanding and you can be or extremely good at something. And so if you use that as the realistic goal, then I think executing excellence doesn't become something that's unachievable. So, so start off with realizing no one that's doing something is perfect. Gotcha. So we need to give ourselves a little bit of flexibility there and be, and understand we're shooting, we're striving for excellence. We're not striving for perfection. And then the plan, the purpose, why are you doing what you're doing? What is it that you're passionate about? Why have you chosen to, to work on this goal, this project, whatever it is, What's the purpose of it? We hear that a lot. Simon Sinek talks about the why are you doing what you're doing? So that, that was fairly easy. I think a lot of people have, have discovered that at this point. What, what people don't do, and I learned this through uh, project management. I'm a project management prof- professional. And in project okay. management, we have processes and we have schedules and we have to track things and make sure they're on target. And so the length, so you have to give yourself a schedule. If I say that I want to do something in 100 days, now I can track it. Okay. If I say I want to do something, it's open-ended. And so, <laughs> right. so give yourself a schedule, right? Okay. So, so I went to a restaurant one time. They had a sign up that said free coffee tomorrow. I went back tomorrow and, this, and the sign said the same day, same thing. Because <laughs> that's open-ended, right? So right. That's, that's what we're trying to make here. But, but with a schedule and with a real something you can define, then you got to have a schedule. You got to say, okay, this is the duration it's going to take. And inside that, right. you can actually as, as, attribute some cost because, mm-hmm. hey, if we're developing ourselves and developing others, there's, a, there's an expense associated with that. Or if we're going to build a house, there's materials and there's expenses that go along with that. So along with this schedule is also a budget. 
And if it's something that doesn't cost, it still has your time and your time is so valuable. You need to consider that. So, so, and the sacrifices that you have to make during this time you've set to achieve this goal. And then action. Action is probably, you know, after you get over the hurdles of having a purpose and understanding what it's going to take to do it, now you have to do it. <laughs> right? Right. And now, it's not just yeah, busy. Let me, Go ahead. I'm sorry. Let me dive in real quick because I, I want to get into that point we have this goal. Are we starting from the end backwards or you're starting from like, let's start from what, what we're going to do day one, two, three, and four. Or are you starting from the reverse side where here's my goal. I'm starting backwards. Or how does that look like? Brian, that is great. And I think we should go to that book that says we should always have the end in mind, right? <laughs> and we need to think about what are we trying to achieve? Yeah. And so that's definitely a great question. And we need to be thinking of, yeah, work it backwards. Here's what I want to achieve, but this is what it takes to get there. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. And that lays it out in, in a strategy. And then the action piece, man, too often people just are paralyzed <laughs> and they don't move forward. They don't understand. So if you don't understand, go learn, go train, go do something that makes you prepared to take action. Okay. So here's what I, I like. So here's what I think what happens, Brian. And this is something that I've done in, in my past where people started playing. They had they were all excited. Oh, this is great. I got this plan. I'm going to go 90 days. I want to make, I want to make $30,000 in, in 90 days, get four or five clients and make that happen. And then they start, they play to do everything, everything they, they think is right. I got this budget and everything's fine. We'll do this day one, two, three, four. Then that first week, all those things that they plan are over exaggerated plans and they get discouraged because what they thought they were going to do in, in week one doesn't happen, doesn't work out. So they, then, then it's like, I'm already behind. I don't know what to do. This isn't working. Now I'm going to give up. So, so how do you deal with those kind of emotions and where things don't work out exactly as planned? Cliche. <laughs> Brian, that's another great question. And one of the things that I encourage people to do in the project management world, we have milestones in the schedule. Okay. So in your example, $30,000. Too often, we are striving so hard to reach $30,000, we don't recognize when we reach $3,000. Mm. Yeah. And we don't understand that, hey, that is, a, that is something that's going, it's a step. It's in the going in the right direction. Right. And celebrate those milestones. I happen to be a private pilot. And, mm -hmm. and in, when I learn and I train to do flying, we have something we call checkpoints. And so if I was going to take a flight and come see you in Boston yeah. from Florida, along the way, I would have picked out some very visible checkpoints from the sky. It might be a lake. It might be a power plant. Something that I can visually see, and, and today I use Google Earth to, to find it first, mm -hmm. so that when I'm on course, then I, I know, okay, I have made it to, let's say, Atlanta, Georgia. Celebrate that. Hey, man, I did that. I got to this point. However, if for some reason I'm in Savannah, Georgia, and I'm meant to be over Atlanta at this point of the destination, mm -hmm. then we got to negotiate. And that's that last piece of the plan, negotiate. Okay. okay. Now we're going to and, and with flying, what happens is the wind blows you off course. Think of this analogy. When the wind blows you off course, what does life do to us? <laughs> life blows us off course. Yes, always. And when we, but, but be prepared for that. You know, it's part of the plan is to be ready to negotiate. And so if I realize that and recognize that because I have a checkpoint, that doesn't mean I've failed. 
That means I'm just not on course at the moment. I can get back on course, but I have to put inputs in. I have to take some action and control what I'm doing to get back on track, to hit that milestone or to hit that checkpoint. And and on a schedule, it's called a milestone. In flying an airplane, it's called a checkpoint. I use both. So the analogy is there to understand how important it is. And and you've probably heard before, if you're off two degrees, how far (laughs) you're going to be off on your destination. Right. So that's what I would encourage someone that's struggling with, man, I didn't make it. Well, what have you made? Hmm. Where are you now? Look at what you've done. Hey, if, if you've only established that what you didn't work, you're that much further ahead. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. So I love how you're saying that because I, I think people hear plan. For me, when people hear plan, let's plan something, let's, let's do some planning, they cringe. You know, and I wonder why, because, and I think because they've tried to plan and it didn't work. It didn't pay off. It didn't work in the past. I can remember, and maybe it's the way they do plan because they get, like I said, they get all excited. I can remember myself, and this is crazy for me to say, but last year I wanted to do something really different with my planning. I got all these different planners. I got these markers and I wanted to do all this extra drawing and stuff and make it nice and pretty. Like everybody else I've seen, I was seeing on YouTube. I'm like, I'm not going to do this budgeting page and this thing and everything else. And I overcompensate or whatever. I do too much. And I miss the month of January altogether. And it's, I'm like, where am I now? Do people do too much when they plan or do we complicate the planning process? Do you think that happens? And how do we simplify it so that it's easy and achievable? I know it is, 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 a, is a problem for us because I'm guilty of it. You know? <laughs> hey, let me tell you what I'm trying. Look at me. I'm a, I'm a big guy. Yeah, yeah. So I got the pilot's license when I turned 40. Wow, yeah. And that yeah. was the goal was, hey, I had a lifelong dream to be a pilot. When I turn 40, I want to make that milestone. Yeah. Today, I'm about to, I'm going to turn 45 this year. I have a goal and a, and a plan to lose 45 pounds by the time I'm 40. It's something I need to do for my health, something I need to do. I'm, I'm making a statement right here. That, that's why we don't like to plan because we don't like to commit to something. Right. <laughs> but, but I'm making a plan and I've since January, I've lost 12, right? So I'm on mm. track and I celebrate that. Have I slipped up, made some mistakes on the weight? 100% I have, but I have lost that weight and I've kept it off and I'm going to continue to grow and, and do that towards that goal. But as you said, the, the, the back to the, the complexity of planning. Yeah. Let's go back to what we had a conversation about earlier. Kiss. Keep mm-hmm. it simply simple. And to do that, those miles to get just get the first step. Start, start <laughs> with. So you bought those boots, you bought the color pins, you did all those things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it, as that as an example, when you just tomorrow morning, write something down. Yeah. One one thing. Yeah. Th- it doesn't have to be 50. Yeah, I've gotten better since. <laughs> I've gotten a lot better this year. I, 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 hey, I, I saw the way you, you prepared for this podcast. So I know you're definitely a person of preparation and, and setting things up. So I, yes. I, I see that. Yes, sir. Oh, man. Okay. So I, I guess this is the big thing because we're talking a lot, a lot about planning. Does planning guarantee results that you want, though? Do they? I know we, we talked about, we kind of hinted at that, but does this thing guarantee results? Because I've had guests on here and say they don't really like to do too much of planning and like, you know, I mean, not to the point where they're winging it, but they're like, sometimes they're in the moment. You heard people say that I'm just going to do things in the moment and then see how it shakes out. Is that a good thing? Is that really a good thing to do? I don't believe it is. I, I think some people <laughs> do. Some people are very lucky in life. I mean, that, that happens. 
But for right. the most part, you, when you see successful people, I go back to a quote I heard a very wealthy local businessman say. Mm-hmm. He was at an event. He had had a very prosperous year, and someone walked up to him and said, man, you were really lucky this year. He said, yes, I, I've been lucky. He said, but I have found that the harder I work, the luckier I get. Mm. Yeah. And when luck meets preparation, now you succeed. So that's what I'm asking. You create the plan. And then when you're ready for something and, and you do become lucky, yeah. but you had a plan and you're prepared for it, now things are going to click. Yeah. But if you get lucky, hey, say you meet someone that's a, a profound coach, profound person, but you don't even have anything to talk to them about because you hadn't been thinking about that. You haven't been developing yourself enough to know, man, I have these questions for you. You can be awestruck by them or you can be prepared. Right. <laughs> Right. And I think that goes back to kind of what your question is about the negotiation point of this. If we're talking about a short-term goal, if, if I want to meet you, I can do that in a day or so. So there's not a little whole lot of negotiation required for that. Right. If, if I want to build a skyscraper, we're talking about a multi-million dollar, multi-year project. Right. And I can't be so rigid in my plan that if someone comes to me and says, hey, there's this new technology that's happened in the last three months that would help this job immensely. I can't say, well, I've got a plan. I can't change my plan, right? You got to be open to change, but the change needs to be part of the plan. The change needs to be like a change management system. Okay. Yes, I'm still meeting this goal, but actually this will help me bring it in by two months. So the risk and reward you got to think about. And I I always take it back to like, I, I think people don't equate real life with their own real life. If I was to go and get hired at a job, right? You would think that plan should have a plan of business. You're not going to go in and like, okay, so what do I do? I don't know. We're just, we're just still trying things out. And it's like, that doesn't make any sense to get hired by a company, company like, you wouldn't want to be in a company like that. So, or any kind of organization, but may, whether it be your, like a church organization or whatever, you would think there's some kind of plan of action going through each year. So how we don't understand that doesn't equate to us. I think there's a big problem when we try to put it to us. And I think that's part of that thing is belief. Can you speak on that belief? Like if I really do plan that I, this is really going to happen for me, for people who are like are on here who are solopreneurs who are just starting out and they just think like if this, they've already had this unbelief that this isn't working. Can you explain how when you put it on paper and you put it on a calendar and you're scheduling, how real it gets for people to understand that, Hey, this could happen for me. Oh, absolutely. So I love vision boards. Okay. I love the idea. I've told you I was a pilot. So I've got on my, my board a glider that I'm looking at every day Okay. because the weight I'm at today, I'm not allowed to fly in a glider. Yeah. And so that's the, that's one of the, that's one of the things that's going to have, it's going to be better for my health, number one, but I want to <laughs> see something. I want to put it in. And so I understand, Hey, once I do this, I can have this goal. But one of the things I think of when you talk about that, I've heard the old saying, fail to plan, plan to fail. Right. Right. And so if we're not making these plans, then we're planning to fail. And, and another thing that you, you mentioned is this belief system. So, so our belief drives our behaviors. Yeah. And if yeah. we don't believe we're capable of doing something, we're not capable of doing it. If we don't believe we can, Henry Ford said, if you believe you can, you're right. If you believe you can't, you're right. Either way. Yeah. <laughs> and so our belief right. system has got to be changed now. If I say, I believe I can fly personally, that's impossible. So, so that's not a true thing that, that you can. So that, that goes back to the planning. When I sit down to plan something out and it's unachievable, 
I'm probably going to go through the system and realize at this present time, I can't do that. But how can I do that? What steps can I take to get prepared to do that? Yeah. And that's my next question. I'm glad you, that's a good segue because I think a lot of people start to plan and they say, I know how to do this step and this step. I don't know how to do this step to get to my particular goal. So I know you speak on this as well. Can you, I guess, talk about the importance of having a mentor or a coach to help you people who have been experiencing that in that step. So you can know how to get from three, four to five steps, those kind of things. I love, love that one, man. That's great. <laughs> that is so powerful to realize where you lack, where, where, what strengths you don't have. Yeah. And there's two ways to, to manage that. One of them is to get training and get certified and, do, and learn those things. But the other way that will springboard you is to consult others and delegate and say, you know what, this isn't my specialty, right. but this person knows how to do this and they can help me in that area and I can help them in this area and we can work together as a team. I, I, I live in a, in a very rural farming area and they tell me that when you hit, take one mule and put them on a plow, they can do a certain amount of work. When you put two mules to a plow or oxes, either one, that the work doesn't double. It more than doubles because mm -hmm. now you got two creatures working together, going in a direction and it, it compounds. And man, if we can lift each other up and help each other and show each other how to do things better and say, Hey, you know what? You may not know how to do that, but I do. And then just lean in and help others, man. That is that's the other thing I speak yeah. on is mentorship. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I was about to wrap this up. So can you, again, can you summarize the PLA in plan again for us? Absolutely. So, so the first thing is purpose. You got to know why you're doing what you're doing. The second thing is length. And when I, I relate that to scheduling and accounting, so you want to know, okay, first, how long is it going to take? And what is it going to cost me? It may not be money. It may be time. Yeah. And then action. And it's not just busy body action. It's, <laughs> it's action that you have planned and, and you can do and, and move forward okay. and then negotiate, be prepared for life. Hey man, family members pass away economies change, the whole world can go on lockdown, but don't lose sight of the goal, change the plan. Gotcha. And that's the negotiate piece. I gotcha. And I have one last, that's, that's awesome, man. <laughs> this has been a great conversation. So one last question I asked of all of my guests and it goes something like this. We have people who are been watching right now. They'll be listening later and they have similar goals like you, similar interests. They want to be like Brian with an I. <laughs> uh, can you tell them in your own words, and I'll put you front and center, how to become an authority in this space? Well, I think the first thing you have to do is, is learn and get the experience that you need to be an authority. And you know what? I don't consider myself an authority, but I do like to help other people. And so I become an authority through that. And, and I just think that everyone needs to try to find what they're passionate about and work in that field and work with others and learn to be something that you can support others with. I love it. That's great, man. Appreciate you, man. This has been a, a great conversation. Please, Brian, tell them now where they can find you after the show. Awesome. Hey, uh, look on LinkedIn, Brian Brogen. You can see it here spelled out correctly and look on that. I do a lot on LinkedIn. I think that's where we got connected, actually. And then also I've got a website, www.buildcs.net. You can find what we offer for coaching, training, and speaking. 
Okay. And then also our events page, you can find the hear and be heard workshop. One of the tools and techniques for executing excellence is listening. And I can't emphasize that enough. So we're going to be doing a workshop on June 18th here in Lakeland, Florida. In June, Lakeland's going to be close to either the East Coast or West Coast beaches. Come visit us that weekend, have a good time and learn some things. Find that at our website, www.buildcs.net. And then you can email me at brianb at buildcs.net. Listen to our podcast, the Build Your Success podcast. Thank you. That is awesome. Great stuff, Brian. Thank you so much for being on the show. This has been awesome. I hope everyone gets on it today, this year, 2021, as of right now, to help you plan for real this time. Get it right. And if you need more help, please go check out Brian Brogen. Link buildcs.net, all of those things. And I'm sure he, I know he's going to help you. He's going to help you even further. I know he is. So that is all I have for today. Please, people, get on my authorityletter.com list there. I got a three-part video series about helping you build your authority platform. And I give you weekly real talk letters on the online marketing industry. And they're, they're really good. If I might toot my little horn there, <laughs> they're really good. They're episodic in nature with the, with the letters. I think you'll have a lot of fun with that. And a lot of people in the, in the community there. So that is all for me. Remember, remember, remember people, build it, share it, and they will come. We're out of here. Peace. And that's a wrap for this episode of The Authority Project. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you like what you heard, we want to hear from you. Subscribe, rate, and give an honest review. Share and tell your friends so they can hear too. And for even more authority-building tactics, be sure to sign up at theauthorityletter.com. Get free weekly content and ongoing digital product giveaways to help you on your entrepreneurial journey. We certainly hope you got a key takeaway or maybe an aha moment from today's broadcast. Just remember, it's your authority. Build it, share it, and they will come. Until next time.